0: there's a chicken door downstairs. <laughs> I was literally in the shower. We started off so late today. like, we know this is going to be late on the air, but for those of you who are like, what happened? You know, we had a heck of a night last night. We didn't eat until really late. And because I had, um, I had experimented because we got kohlrabi and I've never fully cooked kohlrabi before. I've had it. Somebody had made it as an air fryer, French fry. One time I tried it. I tried it, those little grated things and salads. But when I realized everything you gave me, like when I I looked it up, I was like, holy crud, everything is edible with different flavors and textures. I was like, "Okay." I'm like, we need to do like is there an we need to find out if there's a national Karabi Day because we should celebrate it. How was it?
1: It was really oh good. Oh, my gosh.
0: Like, the leaves, you cook them like, like greens, like collard greens. And I happen to know how to cook collard greens. And so those were just, they were amazing. They had a great flavor and texture to them. I mean, honestly, I was like, ooh, I could have gone a little crisper on those. I probably could have done, like, kale chips with those, right? It would, oh, they, yeah. were, they were so good. And then, you know, I sauteed that up. And I sauteed it in just a little bit of butter, a little bit of olive oil, because I kept a low temp on it because I wasn't going to let it get to a smoke point. And then just some salt and, and just finely diced onions, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and those were amazing. And I was like, holy crud. And then I tried the baked ones and the baked ones were, wow. They were yeah. like so. Those they were w- everybody's favorite. I yeah, think. I, they they were gone. They, I like, I went back in when I went back in for, I think, thirds. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's because they're so low. It's so low in calories as it is. It's a vegetable and it's like, and. To know that, and the stems—they really were like just the fibery, a little bit more fibery uh, um, asparagus. Yeah, you know. And I was like, okay, so you know, gave those a nice, uh, nice uh, blanching, and and it was like, and then we took the ones that I went ahead and boiled uh, the ones that were the odd sizes because it's hard to cut that thing, especially the first time I'm going to cut it. So, just because uh, they're not exactly a shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, they are the anti-shape thing. You can kind of get them to round, but then the ones that I boiled up and then did the puree on, and then you put the pepper across it and the sriracha, oh my gosh, that was so good. (laughs) And it's like, to sit there and know that that entire plate was probably 230, 250 calories, but it had fiber, magnesium, potassium, calcium, iron, and... At the end of that meal, it was like I just I felt so good and I slept so well and my dreams were very lucid. Yeah. So and, and that was something that somebody had said that like and I was like okay and I so I told everybody kind of joking because I just wanted to remember that that one of the things I'd read was somebody sat there and said if you eat kohlrabi and you have it for dinner, um, you know that your dream that night, they're very vivid and my dreams were very. Vi- I'm not even gonna share them. But they were very vivid, very vibrant, and I slept, and I wanted to keep sleeping. I was so relaxed, and so everything was good about it. The slow carbs were there. I got up this morning, and uh, I know it's going to be a little too too much information on this, but I know that everything came out like my system was like so clean that I was like, okay, you, you ever have those where you just you have to flush twice? You know, that's how clean and how much came out of me. And it's like I got up and it's like I like right now. I'm honestly, I'm just I am absolutely euphoric. I am so relaxed. And here's the good the good news, because you were talking about, well, it's a spring crop. No, the green is actually spring and summer. Um, But the purple is summer and fall. So the two different kinds of kohlrabi um, match for two different seasons or basically overlap on three seasons. So I'm just saying. Put that back in because I'm ready to play. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't even know if any of our grocery stores around here have it. Yeah,
1: but... I don't think I've ever seen it, which is why I was like, I, I know no I've seen it in Asian markets, is, but and... my gosh,
0: so many different. <laughs> they all tasted different. Yeah, that was the thing. They all none of them tasted it didn't tell Oh, yeah, this kind of tastes like this kind of like no, it literally tasted like we were having collard greens, asparagus, um, you know, I, I want to say more like a cauliflower puree. And, you know, roasted French fries or potatoes of some kind. So it was just, it was absolutely amazing. And to know how healthy that was for us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, good afternoon and welcome to the afternoon dive on the stupid podcast and everything where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything.
1: And nothing. All at
0: the same time. And uh, by two people who wish we just planted more kohlrabi, but we're not done. So. But I wasn't kidding the chicken door is downstairs. I almost I wanted to go get it but I was like, "No, we got to actually record because whoops, we're behind right now. Um we got all the wood and everything that we should need to be able to finish the the coop. So the door actually did beat me to it cuz couldn't work on it yesterday. Yeah. Can't work on it today cuz the rain. And it's like you don't go working on wet wood, you know, to mm. secure things in. It's just not a smart thing to do. So I was like, "Okay." But I uh I did get up and I got onto our Reddit this morning and you know, I have been talking about the fact that our metrics weren't making sense because, you know, we're sitting at 100,000 people a month right now. It's pretty amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. And it says followers on the on the RSS feed and the no- that says like 36 people. And I'm like, but Spotify alone has us over 2000 now. So it's like, how does that make sense? Right. And so holy crud, the co-founder of RSS actually responded to me and gave me a bunch of information and everything else reached out to me and wants me to reach out to him and and talk about just everything that we're doing and I obviously won't be doing that like grossly but yeah, I'm going to reach out and say, hey, this is what I'm looking at this is what I think this is where I am go ahead and look me up because you know, I, this is the kind of stuff I live for. I live for metrics. So if you're going to sit there and talk to me about metrics, we can geek out on this for hours. I'm like, I'm all over that. And then, you know, so that's, that's got me pretty excited. And he was actually like, I'll read part of it. He goes, he goes first, congratulations on your achievement. Not many podcasts reach the numbers that you are showing, especially in such a short time frame. We, you know, so I was like, yeah, buddy, <laughs> almost like I'm a marketer or something, um, and so that makes me pretty happy. And uh, they actually gave me a thing that gives me a link that I get to look at that actually shows how um, they utilize their algorithms to uh, calculate for analytics. So you know, I'm I'm not, I haven't opened that because I knew if I opened that, then the podcast wouldn't be right until like five o'clock because I would just be staring at all of it, <laughs> um, you know, and. The, the biggest thing for for our metrics to understand is that they're they're looking at everything you know on a different from a different platform because they don't get the information that we get from Spotify or that we get from Apple or anybody else that that we're doing for it. And I was like, okay, well that makes sense, and so I'm pretty happy about that. And you know, it's definitely uh, something I'm I'm really happy. This podcast, you know what? For everybody listening, just thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, this is we would not be anywhere near this without you. We know that. We absolutely know that. We're so happy about this, right? It's just, ah, like, you just sat there and said, we should do a podcast. It's like, okay. (laughs) And to think about it, I was like, okay, we're going to do it, but I'm going to utilize my marketing to do it. And you're like, okay, that's fine. You know, as long as I don't have to work with the marketing. Yeah, no problem. You do the editing and the uploading. I'll do all the, I'll do the marketing and the metrics and I'll work on all that. Okay. And now here we are just a few months later, our website is starting to get traction. So thank you for everybody who's going to our website. Um, we have people who are, you know, starting to give us feedback and everything else. We're, we're getting our, our, uh, our blog and all of our articles and stuff. And there's a ton of more information on there. It's like, it's it's perfect. Like everything is coming out really well, really well. And I'm just really happy with it. Nikki's been working on content like she, or one of the ones that she she got up here for us um, was on our, you know, national no ant or less you know, don't waste an animal or whatever it was day where it was don't waste food day. And so she put up an entire article on full utilization of a cow. So like literally from the hooves to the meat, to the organs, to the horns, it's all in there. And it's just, it's crazy to see that. And, uh, you know, so I'm just, I'm looking at all the stuff that she's been putting in. It's just, it's, it's, it's great. You know, it makes me happy. So, um, I know that that's there and we have everybody that's doing great. And, and I'm glad we are because the world is literally in my opinion right now, starting to open their eyes and, We're going to have to change the word woke because people who have been the sheep victim blaming and calling themselves, well, I'm woke and I'm this and I know, no, no, you're sheep, you're sheep. If somebody is able to put you in a box and categorize you in a box where you feel, yeah, I'm oppressed, I'm a victim, you're not, or we all are, you know, um, I told you yesterday Tucker Carlson had been fired, mm. right on Monday. Um, now there's things I agree with the Tucker Carlson. There's things that I don't. Now as a person, I actually adore Tucker Carlson. I th- just I I've watched him interact with people just on a regular basis when he's not you know got the cameras on, um and people just have little candid videos of him. the guy is great. When I saw him and I saw him on a podcast, um where he was well he's doing a video uh, podcast. And was talking about how he realized being in the media, because he's only been in the media as an entire adult life. Hey, he really didn't realize that all they were doing was keeping people from the truth by telling them their truth. And then it was right after that, that that uh, he got fired. For basically realizing that, hey, I, I'm i the fish in the fishbowl.
1: Hmm.
0: And he's happy, though, right now, like they they had a video of him today and I watched it and he's happy. He's good. He's number one. He's got enough money. You know, the guy is the guy is a multi, multi, multi millionaire. He's good. He's relaxed. He should be. He should be able to spend time with his wife, his family right now and not worry about anything else. Because he slowly was starting to peel back the layers. And as he was peeling back the layers, all of a sudden became more and more controversial. Where Hannity stopped, he didn't. You know, he just kept going. And then he sits there and he's starting to go, hey, wait a second. Who's actually suing who here? And and it, this is a very valid point that people need to understand. We're talking about, you know. Dominion suing Fox over slander and libel, right? Because Fox claimed or let me phrase this specifically, Tucker Carlson and people backed him up in this. Um, claimed that Dominion's voting machines were faulty. And because Dominion's voting machines were faulty, um, that the election was not right because the numbers were just too high and they didn't make sense, that more people would have voted in this election than the last, you know, than, than there are like four or five elections you could combine up that that many people never voted in. just didn't make sense. And from somebody standing on the outside, it's like, yeah, that kind of doesn't make sense. If you and I had our podcasts and we did nothing... And all of a sudden we had a podcast at two views. Something's wrong, right? And we're going we're gonna to go look it up. So when all of a sudden 80 million people vote for one side, when you have elections where 80 million people total didn't vote, something's up. 80 million people. That is a, you know, you're sitting there doing the numbers on us. That's 25% of all Americans, not registered voters, all Americans. We have 320 million people. You're going to tell me 80 million people voted for one side. Yeah. I kind of look at that and go, that seems suspect. If all of a sudden my car, which takes 25 gallons of, of fuel when it's empty, if all of a sudden I've got 75 gallons of fuel in my car, something's wrong. I'm going to go look and see what's going on. Right. Mm-hmm. So just saying that Dominion sued him. It, despite the fact that people got a hold of Dominion machines because they ended up where they weren't supposed to be. Somebody got one from a thrift store and was able to go looking through it and say, Hey, this thing is weird. And, you know, and they rushed those machines off because they didn't want people to be, you know, everything that made things look more and more suspicious was just there in plain sight for us. Right. And it's like, okay, And Dominion sues Fox Fox settles for three quarters of a a billion dollars. Right. Mm. Fires Tucker Carlson the same time that the same day that Don Lemon got fired, by the way. Nobody's talking about that one. Don Lemon got fired, too. Um, And. People are like, well, what's going on? Well, I this is what I found weird about it Now. To understand when somebody says, oh, well, so-and-so owns this, so-and-so owns that. Okay. To own something, you just need to be, a, if, if it's an open company, a chief shareholder. If you're the number one shareholder in a company, if you have 10% of a company in shares, you have a say in everything that goes on in that company. Well, Well, you don't necessarily own it. No, but you own the influence of it, right? If I own 10% and the next closest person owns 2% of something, my say is bigger than theirs. Right. Mm-hmm. That's just the way that it is. If I. Who has the most say in this house? You. Why?
1: Because you deal with everything in the house. There
0: you go. You know th- that doesn't. But does that mean I don't listen to everybody else? No of course not. But but I'm going to do what's best in our interest. Right. It's like in what the best thing for our interest in our neighborhood. And whatever it's going to be for us in our life and our lifestyle. But then. I look it up. And Dominion is owned by BlackRock. BlackRock is owned by Vanguard, which, again, Chief shares. There is a difference, but not not as much as people want to think because people don't get the way numbers work. And Vanguard owns Fox. So, how weird is that? To think that the company that owns one company is suing the company that that company owns and they're just going to insurance it out mm. to, to pay that settlement. But this isn't the first time this has gone on in history. And people really can just follow the money and follow the influence and follow why things are, are where they are. I don't need to go into a bunch of conspiracies. I don't need to because people who will never believe conspiracies will never believe conspiracies. People who are good in nature can never believe that there is a corrupt group. Of people doing whatever they can to seize more money and power. Keeping in mind that money is worthless. But it is a tool for leverage. That's all it is. So, Tucker Carlson realized that he was in an industry that was made to control people's thoughts. And when he said it on one little one little podcast the, the wheel started turning for him to be, be gone because they couldn't control him anymore. And so everybody was calling him a liar. But nothing that he showed was a lie. You and I saw, we, we've seen how much footage for January 6th and, and how much of that was violent footage how much did we see? Did, did we see a whole bunch of riots? Did we see people running in with AKs or you know uh, you know M16s taking over the Capitol and and stating we're changing the government now and it's time for this regime? To, did we see that? No. So why is everybody calling it an insurrection when it doesn't fit the actual definition of an insurrection? Because they want to control the narrative. And that's all it is. It's like literally. They I, I I got so disgusted. I heard uh VP Harris she stood up on the mic and she goes, you know, Pearl Harbor, nine eleven, Oklahoma City, January sixth.
1: That's dramatic.
0: I'm like, are you out of your crime bill endorsing? minor more more minority you know incarcerating lying self mind are are you nuts how do how do you come to this correlation how are we okay with the fact that black lives matters appears to have basically embezzled millions and millions and millions of dollars and accomplished nothing Nothing. How are we okay? When was the last time we heard anything about, uh, about our little cryptocurrency boy?
1: I forgot all about him. Right?
0: Because that's what they want us to do. Who's they? The people who are literally controlling this crap. It's not you. It's not me. I'm not. We're the, you know what we are? We are not even, we're not, you know, David fighting Goliath here. We are literally an ant yelling at a giant walking toward that walking towards us and we're just trying to get other ants to go hey this this isn't right you know and but we don't hear anything about this this guy's still living in his parents house he's stolen billions and billions of dollars i'm sorry if our government is so hard up for money isn't this the guy you go after
1: that would make sense
0: you know not, not, not small businesses. Listen, I, I, I'm going to do some math for people. Your small business is generally paying about 20 to $30,000 a year, maybe in taxes. So just keep in mind that that means that you and going based on, on the numbers that this, this man has basically taken three to $4 billion. You're talking about you and 200,000 other businesses, are what they have to go after to to just get what this guy's taken. That's a hell of a number, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's more than 10 times the population of our town. Just think about that. It doesn't make sense. So, so why aren't we going after this idiot? Sam Bank from Bankman freed. Why aren't, why aren't we, why isn't he being nailed down? Oh, because he was giving money to political parties. And we talked about this yesterday. These are just people. There isn't a single person in Congress or the Senate that I would physically fear if they stood in front of me.
1: And that's that. I feel like that's the biggest thing that I coming from me, <laughs> mm-hmm. who is, you know, still for the most part, I, I'm only about to be 22. I'm I'm yep. not like some old crazy like going through a bunch of stuff and i've been here for long enough i i i am still freshly out of school and uh, in the grand scheme of like life stages i i'm barely i'm barely getting into being a full-grown adult i'm still figuring yeah. out who i am and the things that i stand for because i'm still trying to unlearn everything they taught me in school the biggest thing that they teach you in school, everything aside, because at the end of the day, like we talked about, it's just they just teach to a standardized test. Mm-hmm. That's not the thing that they're actually teaching you. They are teaching you that you are not an individual. They tell you, oh, yeah, you can make a change if you just, you know, stand up and fight mm-hmm. for what's right. And they tell you all those things. But at the end of the day, they are teaching you, you have to to be here every single day yep. from this time to this time. If you do not, then you will get in trouble with the police because you have to, you are required by the government to go to school. They teach you that there are consequences for not showing up for something that if it doesn't matter if you don't agree with what's being taught to you, you have to learn it. You have to learn all of these things and know none of the things that have to do with actually going out and surviving in the world. You have to know everything about the creation of this country and every other country in the world and all of the, all of the world wars and everything in between. You have to learn about the civilizations in China from hundreds of millions of years ago that you're never going to remember anything about because you don't care about it, but you have to learn it. And no, you cannot go and speak and talk back to your teacher because your teacher is an authority figure and you don't go against an authority figure. And if you do, you go to on-campus suspension. And if you continue to do that, you're going to get suspended from school, period. And then if you come back and continue to do that, you're going to get expelled because you are not allowed to speak your mind against anybody because yes you're an individual and you stand up against people that are wrong unless it's the people in charge you're not allowed to do that you get into fights with other kids because another kid is doing well, we don't care what it was about you're not allowed to fight so you're wrong and now you're suspended don't do it again everything you want to do that has nothing to do with following what everyone else is doing is wrong and then you will get suspended and if you keep doing it you will get expelled and then you can't go back to any school in the district because you were expelled and you have to move and start over and if you do it again you will be re-expelled and they, that's what they teach you no it's not about yeah you have to learn all of these things and, and grow up and you know you, you have all this knowledge and then you go into college and you you know figure out how to do everything else no they teach you that you have to follow what everyone else is doing and you cannot fight an authority figure mm-hmm. Th- none of the teachers in, in, in where I grew up had any sense of like, they, there was they weren't going to fight me They don't have guns. They don't have any means of actually something physically scary about them that would make me not want to. It's just that for so long in the beginning of my life, they teach you that your teacher is an authority figure and you cannot argue with them. You cannot tell them that they are wrong. You cannot have any kind of debate. It is not up for debate. If your teacher says do something, you have to do that thing. Yes, there are a couple of teachers out there that are great people and they're never going to do something like that. But at the end of the day, it's still a teacher that you have to listen to. And if you don't, there are consequences. And you grow up being terrified of stepping out and doing something different because if you did that at all in school, you got in trouble. So you grow up going, well, if somebody's a part of the government, that's, you know, you can't, you can't fight the government. Like they're in charge. Like, what are you going to do? And that's exactly how I spent the entirety of my life thinking, oh my gosh, the government is scary. And nobody sits there and tells you, yeah, well, you know, they, like I said, they will tell you, yeah, if you, if you don't agree with something the government's doing, you know, you stand up, you, you call them, you email them, you let them know what you want to hear or what you want to happen and da 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 At the end of the day, it does not really do anything, No. no. There are a couple of things every once in a while that get through but never at the level that anybody wants it to because you're one person standing against an entire government of people that don't give an F about you. And so you're, you're not going to make a difference if you're calling and talking to them and sending them emails and writing them letters because that's just a suggestion. Yeah, yeah you can suggest something to your teacher. It doesn't mean your teacher's going to listen to it. The only way your teacher actually gets mad and angry and actually you get some kind of outburst from your teacher is if you do something drastic like violence, then you get expelled. Mm-hmm. So what are we being taught? The first... 18 years of our lives conform (laughs) so it is so hard still to this day it is hard for me to think on any kind of level of government and realize and have to sit there and tell myself that is just a person these people that i'm seeing on tv that Mm -hmm. are important people they're still just people they are exactly like me they did not do anything special or different. They don't have special abilities. They're not super talented in a bunch of different areas. Er- they are just people mm-hmm. just like me. And it is so hard to think that they are just people. At the end of the day, if I get into a fist fight with someone, the level of skill is going to determine who's going to win. Yep. Not them being a higher authority because they're not. They're still just a person. And it is so hard to get people that are in school and just coming out of school to realize that they are more important than they think they are because they just spent 18 years being told, yeah, you're an an individual, but you're not important. Mm -hmm. you don't matter that's what they teach you it does not matter what you learn on your test at the end of the day it doesn't matter what your grades are it doesn't because at the end of the day if you have the right level of skill and the right scholarships and know and have the right dedication you can still get into college that is the biggest lie that they tell you that you have to do all of these things a b c d e f g if you want to get into the colleges you want to get into it's like cool yeah they teach you from the beginning have high hopes go for those crazy you know super high level colleges because you know you have to do that ivy league yeah Yeah. you have to do that if you want to be able to you know get somewhere in life so that they can continue to control you for longer but Mm -hmm. if you don't go to college and you just go out there into the world you start to learn some hard truths really quickly Mm -hmm. about how yeah you don't matter when you sit there and you listen and you do what you're told and you don't question anything because that as much as I like to tell you, yeah, if you don't understand, ask questions, ask questions. But if you ask a question that's outside of, you know, oh, well, you know, what what happened from this age to this age? What well, We're talking about this in history. Mm-hmm. Instead of you ask, well, why are we learning about this? They don't like that question. They, You don't get an answer. Right. <laughs> so... When people go out into the world and they sit there and go, well, I can't ask why. I just have to follow it. You know, you have to clean all of these things at the end of your shift at McDonald's. Okay. Do
0: you want to know when I realized (laughs) that we were basically being taught how to be drones? When I was in Franklin Junior High School in Vallejo, California, and we were taught about the Boston Tea Party. Mm -hmm. And I was and I listened to the Boston Tea Party and said, so those people were heroes for standing up against a government that they didn't agree with. I'm like, so why is it any different today when people protest because there was a protest that was going on? I can't remember what it was, but I remember that one of my economics teachers sat there and said, you know, oh, just these people. Oh, it was, it was, it was freaking um, over oil. It was, it wasn't even war yet. It wasn't a Middle Eastern Middle Eastern war. It didn't exist. Saddam Hussein was friends with this country at that point. He wasn't an enemy yet. We had okay. known him as as a guy who had given, you know. Money to hospitals and, and was, was you know, friends with the Bushes. That's what we knew, okay. right? And there were people that were protesting him being here. And my teacher had said, well, you know, a bunch of lunatics pro- protesting, you know, this guy being here because he's got a dictatorship and, you know, apparently does chemical warfare or chemical testing on his own people. I'm like, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing to be protesting against. I'm like, so... We learned about the Boston Tea Party that day. And I was like, why why was and and then I got it and I realized right there there is an argument that people give that tells you that you're on the right track and they don't care. And that is because I said so. Yep. Or, you know, anything that and we grew up and and we've grown up now and what is it now? Of course you think that way. You're white. Of course you think you're that way. You're a woman. Of course you think that way. You are a conservative. Of course you think that way. You are whatever. Insert something to dismiss an argument right here. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of the benefits that I have right now just in my life is that I don't look at things that way. Right. Mm-hmm. When somebody tells me something, I'm like, huh, why did this happen? When I found out that Tucker Carlson got fired. I didn't instantly go. Oh, injustice. Well, people were. Yeah. You know. And then on the other side, Andrea Ocasio-Cortez found out about it in session and cheered. Why? Why are you cheering? Because political opposition? Because somebody else with a different thought than you? I am good on all thoughts. Somebody I literally posted up on my Facebook page talking about, oh my God, kohlrabi is amazing. How did I not know about this? Look at this dish. This is amazing, right? Mm -hmm. And... First post on there. Well, I can't have kohlrabi be anymore because of my dialysis. Okay, great. That's you. Shut up. You know, and and I don't feel that way because I I know who that is, and I and, and it's like, and I have respect for him. It's like, okay, you know. But then the next post was like, wow, and it was that was Kelly. She was like, that looks so beautiful, and I was like, yeah, it <laughs> tasted amazing. There's just no two ways about it. It's like people won't allow people to have different viewpoints, but people don't care about facts as long as their feelings are what's important. And the feelings are what's important because what they were told as kids, the first time that you saw me oppose somebody that you considered an authority, you were shaking. You absolutely couldn't handle it. And then, then the indignation of what they were trying to do caught on to you and it pissed you off. And from that point forward, you've seen nothing but the manipulation that they try and everything else. And now I I realize there's two types of people in this world. There's people like me and there's people who are the people who when a cop gets behind you on the road you get nervous and you get scared
1: Mm.
0: I don't cop gets behind me on the road 90% of the time I don't even pay attention to them the other 10% of the time I go I do something wrong Yeah, it doesn't matter because if they say I did I don't remember doing it I'm just you know not going to give them anything and then if they pull me over I'm like hey I'm going to be respectful to you because you're a person until you try to violate my rights because they're mine. They're not yours. You don't get to grant me when I have those rights. I promise you, I will be one of those idiots that goes to jail beating the snot out of a cop. If a cop literally tries to, because uh, I watch these people who just get cuffed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't know if I could do that. Yesterday, yesterday, my patience was put to the absolute test. Mm-hmm. I got cut off and the only reason I didn't make an example out of somebody is because I watched them pull into a handicap spot. I'm like, I can't do that. You know, I literally every part of me is like, I can't because if he hadn't, oh, you were going to get your wish because it was just absolutely ridiculous. I was like, are, are you you kidding? Cut me off, then kept giving me a dirty look because I was sitting there flipping him off, cussing him out and telling him to pull over and then pulls into a handicapped spot. I'm like. Ugh. But part of me was like, yeah, why have a handicap you know cuz anybody can get a handicap placard anymore so or i didn't see a placard maybe they just parked there just to try to get themselves a little bit of buffer i don't know all i know is that we live in a world where people don't have consequences we live in a world where people lie to us on a very regular basis we live in a world where you your eye you get you get woke awakened we'll just call it awakened okay you have an awakening when you realize what you've just realized you know, your entire life was spent trying to make you a drone. Nothing individual. Did you learn how to balance a checkbook in, in school?
1: No. They teach you nothing that's actually useful to life. Mm-hmm. The, ask a- absolutely anybody that goes through all of their schooling and then goes through college mm-hmm. for, you know, trying to get some super amazing thing And look at the percentages of people that actually come out of college and get those jobs that they're wanting Mm -hmm. and the percentage of people that think they just wasted so much money and so much time because they either get halfway through it and realize, you know what, this isn't what I want to do. And Mm -hmm. then now they have to start over with a different major because they realize that this is not anything that they want. And now they're spending more money and they're and then watch them come out of that and go, what what was the point of that? Yeah. And the biggest thing that's so weird is that they tell you over and over and over and over and over that if you don't go to college, you will be a failure in life Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, there's a couple of people that make it out and they're fine. But like at the end of the day, oh, my gosh, you have to go to college as soon as you're out of high school. There's no option. You can't go back after, you know, later on when, first of all, BS, because my mom did it. (laughs) <laughs> my mom went back to college after having four kids because she wanted to get her actual ECE credit so that she has the ability to be a kindergarten through third grade teacher because she enjoys teaching kids. But my God, yeah, <laughs> nobody else believes that that's possible. Nobody thinks like, yeah, sure. Look at the statistics. Most people that, that don't go into college right after high school, they don't finish. But that's also because half of those people go, you know, why am I doing this? This isn't necessary for what I want to do. This is just, you know, a longer, more money, you know, pulling way to get to where I want to be. And that's not it's not worth it because you get thrown back into the environment of I say what you have to do. And if you don't do it, oh, well, I have the ability to fail you out of this class because I don't like the way that you wrote this essay Mm -hmm. because it's not to my standards. Well, who says your standards are the standards of the world? Well, I have all these things behind me that qualify me for being able to tell you, okay, but why – you're still just a person. Right. Just like me, you bleed red, and there is no world (laughs) where people are going to go out and live their life realizing all of that and then get back into that environment and want to stay in it because – for the most part they don't need it <laughs> and looking at the there's literally no point looking at everything that we do and being able to compare the way that we teach and the way that our education system is and then everywhere else and realize that for us to be as low as we are on how smart the kids come out of it
0: mm-hmm.
1: why wouldn't they try to improve it by taking into what everybody else does when instead they just they keep they keep going out the same way that they're doing it. There has to be a reason. Yeah. And the reason is because they are teaching you how to follow instead of how to lead. They want nobody to lead. They put you in group projects because they want you to have to work with other people because they want you to not be an individual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, why would they teach you group projects for, for socialization so you can you learn to it. work with people? You don't, you need, don't need, need that.
0: Let, let, let me let me just t- to answer that. There were like 10 or 12 group projects that they tried to get us to do in college. I did none of them with a the group. I always <laughs> did them independently. You know, for me, it was the benefit of my last name being a Z. And, you know, they put everybody in groups of four or five. Awesome. There's 26 people in most of my classes. Mm-hmm. So guess what?
1: no group for you <laughs> i would
0: either have no group or i had one person and i just never cared i just went and did everything and did all the work and i did it independently you know in the backyard i when when it comes time for us to start doing things i just start doing them i just get them done right and mm-hmm. they get done that way when i sit and i wait for other people to get things done they just generally don't get done how long were we waiting on the drop ceiling before i finally said no now You know, ripped it down, put up the new ceiling, put up the new tiles, and just got it done. Got the scaffold. Stopped asking people do anything else. Did I wait on some? I tried to wait on somebody else to do the electrical for the lamps, for the lighting. Nope, forget it. Just got to that point. It's like can't wait anymore, right? Mm -hmm. I get to that point where it's like I can't wait for somebody, and I just do it. Where other people just sit there and 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 there's I'm lost. I'm I'm sitting here going, no, I'm just going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out how to do this. I'm going to figure out what to, what to do with that. And I'm going to make it happen. And that's just the way that it is. So you are either sheep or, you know, you are independent. And don't ever let people look at independent people like, oh, the wolf, you know, they're trying to attack the sheep. No, you know what I am? I am literally a wolf sitting out there among wolves going, you're not going to mess with me and you're not going to mess any of the, with any of the sheep that I'm protecting. You know, it's like, oh, okay. So you're like a sheepdog. Yeah, okay, whatever. Whatever you, whatever you want to, however you want to classify it. But the bottom line is you don't learn in school. You learn how to learn the way a society wants you to learn. Mm-hmm. You learn that police are the authority. When you were a kid in school, can you, I bet you can remember every single time the police showed up at your school when you were a kid. Yep. Isn't that crazy? And
1: I was scared.
0: Every single time because they were an authority. And they had the ability to change your life. And they don't anymore. They do not. Nobody has the ability to change your life. Literally, a sheriff could come to this house, bam, 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 bang on this door tomorrow and tell us that we need to leave. And I'm going to be like, "Mm, no. And then I'm going to literally just sit there and stand my ground because you don't have that authority. This is, you know, I, I find it so amazing what people let people get away with. And we'll talk more about that At a different time for right now, you know, we definitely are so grateful that everybody's here and we got a lot to talk about. You know, today was just supposed to be about economics. I think we pretty much covered into economics in a big way. (laughs) But if you take anything away from this, start growing your own vegetables and growing start your growing own food. Your
1: vegetables, growing your own food, having your own means to survive and take care of anybody that you need to take care of without worrying about having to listen to what other people tell you and, that you should and shouldn't do.
0: And don't be afraid to make mistakes. Yeah. Even if it's a look, even if it's a three hundred dollar mistake sitting on your front porch that you go, you know what? I'd rather wait and save until I got a better one because this one's a bigger project than I thought it was. Don't be afraid of those mistakes. That's OK. You're allowed to make mistakes. That's why they're called mistakes. <laughs> and you learn from them and you don't do it again. So until then,
1: don't forget to hit that follow button or whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And be sure to give our website a visit.
0: Stupidpodcastandeverything.com. And uh, yeah, like I said, there's a lot of new stuff on there. So until we see you uh, tomorrow, peace out with your peace out.